What's up, Internet? You're tuned in to episode 74 of the podcast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined as always by my very good friends, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hey, guys. And DJ, the content, the quarantine cutie, the cool cat, Lewis. What's up, people? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, boys. Thank you. How are we doing this week? All right, yeah. I'm melting a little bit at the moment. It's too hot, but um, I'll get through it. I what? How how hot is it right now? Twenty uh, seven. I think we need to do a little conversion. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll do a little conversion Celsius. To yeah, let's do it. Twenty seven. You said right? Height. That's eighty degrees. Whoa! Yeah. Is that is that like really hot for you guys? About okay. So um, the hottest it ever really gets in the UK is about ninety at most. Okay. So what's that? That's Ninety Fahrenheit is what I'm saying. Thirty-two Celsius. Oh, you'd probably die if that was Celsius. Yeah, I put ninety Celsius and it's at one hundred and ninety-four <laughs> degrees, so that seems like a lot. <laughs> so thirty-two. The okay. hot, the hottest I've ever experienced um, was in Berlin, which was forty Celsius, which is one hundred and four. That's the hottest I've yeah, ever experienced. That's hot. That's definitely hot. That's close to the hottest I've mm-hmm. ever experienced. Yeah, yeah I think I think I, the hottest I ever experienced was like one hundred eight or something like that. One ten maybe. I was I was literally dying in Berlin, and they had to like close all the shops and they closed mm-hmm. all the restaurants and send people home yeah. because it was just too hot. No one could cope. I think eighty. Yeah, I mean, like we've had. I think eighty is like the limit to where I would like start to be uncomfortable in my house, which might be a little warm. Yeah, no, I'm with you there though. I feel like that's like the limit before you're just like. Fuck I need it, some AC. You know, like even if, even if you're trying to keep the AC yeah. off, it's like that's that's when we've hit the point of no return. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing, I never got an AC unit until last year. Like, before that, AC was just, like, not even a thing in my life. That's so crazy. Yeah. Mm. I've I've never not lived in a... Like, even when I was a little kid, I had a wall unit, like, in my... Oh, yeah, they they just don't exist here. Like, external, outdoor AC things just aren't a thing. You don't really need it, I've got one of those, like, little portable things. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But like the last few years have been so hot. I don't know if it's climate change or if it's just a case of it is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to hell. <laughs> anyway, this isn't a weather podcast. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. If this is your first time joining us, this is uh, Lupods.com's weekly Nintendo podcast where we get together to talk about all things Nintendo. Uh, if you want to support the show and hear us talk about things that aren't the weather, uh, we'd really appreciate it if you'd give us a like on your platform of choice. You can subscribe to our RSS feed so that you get this show every Monday, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there, uh, so we hope you'll uh, come join us every Monday for the show. And uh, if you want to connect with us all around the web, head over to LootPots.com. Follow at LootPots on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, or join us over on Twitch.tv slash LootPots for our weekly streams on Mondays, Thursdays, and Sundays right now. Um, we'd greatly appreciate it. And uh, if you want to go above and beyond, the best way you can support the show is to visit us over at patreon.com slash lootpots, where a buck will get you access to our Patreon-exclusive show, After Dark, where we talk about uh, things that aren't Nintendo. And uh, we've got, you know, hours and hours of episodes up there, so if you're a new listener, you're getting, like, a huge backlog of content there for just a buck. Best way to show your support for the show and uh, help us keep things running over here. Um, and then, uh, if you want to get involved or connect with us, um, you can get your thoughts read on the air on the, on this show, um, just by, uh, heading over to our discord and joining us on the podcast channel, hitting up our weekly thread over on Twitter or, uh, emailing me at p at lupots.com. So that's enough shilling for now. Let's get into some game talk. Uh, I'll, I'll start with what we've been playing this week. I don't usually, uh, but I got to play coffee talk 
Uh, I talked about it, I think, a little bit on the last show, but I, I did roll credits on it uh, this past weekend on Sunday, and um, I I really enjoyed it. That's good to hear. I, uh, I'm... I'm very much looking forward to talking about it with you guys in our game club, uh, which if you, again, are a new listener or have missed the last couple episodes uh, where we talked about it, we're going to be doing a extra special episode of the podcast uh, later this month. It should come out um, probably end of May, early June, uh, we're shooting for. And uh, we're going to be doing a special game club where we talk, basically do like a roundtable discussion uh, review about the Indie Game Coffee Talk. Um, which all of us have now played, and, uh, you know, spoiler alert, uh, we like it. <laughs> but um, if you want to get involved in that show and, like, send us your questions or your comments or your thoughts on the game, uh, you can go pick it up. It's only, like, two hours, three hours. Um, it's not a huge investment, so if you want to get involved and be all caught up for that that discussion, we highly recommend that you go pick the game up and uh, join us for our conversation later this month or early next month. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> But, uh, you know, long and short of it, um, I think it's, it's a really, really charming game. Like, it's, it's very cozy. I think it's, it's got a great atmosphere, and I think it is um, – it's a testament to one of the many ways that you can tell a really good story in video games in a way that are unique. You know, it's, because it's so hard. You, you feel closer. It's super hard to like because I want to talk about it so much, but I, I we we have to ride you that fine line. You know, of like, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Save some stuff. I, I I think we just have to like uh, save it for the for the game. Well, club. we'll cap it for yeah. now. Um, but but broad broad strokes, we all enjoy the game. We recommend you check it out. We hope you'll join us for our full discussion over on the game club later. Uh, but. I've also I've been just such a bad Nintendo gamer lately, um, and this week is like the worst. It's the first week I, I literally haven't played Animal Crossing since our last stream, um, and I've been playing uh, Persona Five Royal, which is a PlayStation exclusive. Hmm. So um, obviously I'm a bad person. Uh, I also finished Final Fantasy Seven, which was cool. Okay, so you're just on a JRPG binge in the moment, like a little bit, yeah. yeah. You know? What do you think? So you're definitely Persona picking up Xenoblade, right? <laughs> Xenoblade. <laughs> One at a time. I know. We're just, just bombarding you. <laughs> I said, so you're definitely picking up Xenoblade next, right? No, probably not. <laughs> I don't, I don't, Xenoblade doesn't appeal to me, man. I don't Persona know. Persona 5 like, I, just seems a lot more, has like a lot more personality. I don't know. Just on the surface. That, that's, I, that's kind of my thing. And like, I, I say this with like, again, the, um, I don't know, caveat, I guess, mm -hmm. right? Take it with a grain of salt that I've not played any of the Xeno games. Like, I don't know anything about them, really. We talked about it last week when Matt asked us, like, for an explanation, and I just, I know nothing about them. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I mean this with absolutely no shade if you're a fan. Um, they just feel like it reminds me of so many other JRPGs or, like, you know, pieces of Japanese media just in terms of, like, its overall kind of, like, style and aesthetic and the way that the dialogue reads. It just, it feels familiar in a way that's bad because it reminds me of games that I don't like. Mm -hmm. Whereas the first time that I saw Persona 5, like, I was very, sh like, taken in by its design, you know, and, like, the fact that, it, like, the way that it uses color and the music and, you know, like, yeah, like, it still has a lot of JRPG trappings, you know, that 
you like it's it's tropey in a lot of those ways and whatever but um it feels special it feels unique you know and like that's what drew me to it more than anything else because a lot of jrpgs are like like i love a good jrpg but i'm not a jrpg fan necessarily in the way that i think a lot of people are where like they want even mediocre jrpgs just because they're hungry for them you know like i will play a good one every once in a while and then kind of get my fill for like a year Mm -hmm. or two you know yeah like the last big jrpg i I think i sunk my teeth into was like fire emblem yeah final fantasy (laughs) well final fantasy and persona like i said back to back (laughs) this year for sure but like the reason i'm playing persona is because i feel like this i tried to play it in 2017 and i struggled with it because the game doesn't give you enough opportunities to save and it doesn't have an auto save feature so back then my PlayStation 4 was not only a device I was using for personal gaming, I was also using it for Let's Plays, and it was my primary media device. So having Persona, like, uh, forcing me to commit to, like, a certain length of play session and having to lose progress if I needed to use my PlayStation for something else, um, it was just, like, not worth it to me. But now I don't have that problem because I have a smart TV, I have all these other devices. It's, like, I'm in a different situation than I was then. Uh, And because we're in quarantine and everything and like there's this lockdown situation like we have kind of been in a new game drought and we sure we have new games coming up but after they come out is there going to be another drought like what's going to happen and i think this is probably my best opportunity to try and play this game and actually commit to the experience that you know i think i will like but you know it's like a hundred plus mm. hour game yes and I, I never finished this game I, i'm 70 hours into persona 5 and i, I really i didn't even i don't even remember that do we ever talk about that before uh i think it came out before we started the podcast i think it did yeah um anyway but uh where are you at the moment like, where in the game are you so i'm still in the very beginning okay. um for those of you who have played, like, I'm still in the process of doing the Kamishita Palace. Okay, so you're still is, on the first palace, yeah, the, the PE yeah. teacher. Um, and I never got past that in the original game. Like, I, I think I I think I played the first five to, you know, whatever, maybe eight. Like, it felt like ten hours, but who knows if it was. And I know I had to replay stuff at some point because I lost progress because of the save stuff oh yeah that, See, that, about, that so. would be just so infuriating having to go back through and reading through the same dialogue and doing the same options mm-hmm. and stuff yeah so that um that turned me off and I, I i think i only i only got right past that point and i know that that's when the game opens up like i never got to the point where i've done any of the free time stuff and gotten to that's the fun bit relationshipy yeah. stuff and that's the stuff that everybody mm-hmm. likes Going to like um, the uh, the burger place to try and do the, the burger challenge and going to get in a job in the shop and yeah like see I, I've never stuff. done any of that stuff so I'm very excited because I'm just about through the part where like I remember what's happening next but then after that it's an open slate and I'm cool. I'm hoping that you know that it ends up scratching that itch for me um, but it's it's weird because it's definitely like a slower quieter game. And I've been playing a lot of those recently. So, like, I want to keep playing it. But in the same breath, I'm, like, very eager for, like, The Last of Us 2 now. Or, like, I've been thinking about, like, picking up Far Cry 3 or, like, picking up Celeste or something. So I can have, yes. like, a more gameplay experience. Because yeah, like, you've Final Fantasy Final was... Fantasy, Coffee Talk, uh, uh, and now um, 
Persona, Persona. Five. So they're all like really story heavy heavy games. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been kind of thinking the same that I want something more action. I think I'm probably going to pick up the Bioshock Collection when that comes out next week. Nice. Uh, just so I can have have a little bit of action going on. But uh, speaking of picking up games, you picked up a ton of games this week in terms of just you were playing all over the place. So yeah, have at it. Like, <laughs> um, well, we my family are planning to do like this thing for Eurovision. I don't know if you guys know what Eurovision is. It's, so it's like a tech event, right? No, Eurovision's like this song contest for like the whole of Europe and every every country oh, like I don't know what it is. every country submits a song and uh, performs the song live, and then people can call in and vote. But it got cancelled this year, and we That's usually ridiculous. All, yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's awesome. Um, it's really really cool to watch. Like there's that's you know the meme with the saaxophone guy where it's like dan 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 dan. Yeah, that's, that's from that. That's yeah, that's Eurovision, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, really? Yeah. <laughs> there's so, oh, there's so the much shit that sex, came man. from Eurovision. ABBA like started at Eurovision. They oh. that's like where they originally um kind of got found, I guess. So that's who I have to blame. Yes, that's <laughs> oh who you have God. to blame for Mamma Mia. But yeah, it got cancelled this year. But so we like still did like um, a video call. We ended up using Zoom because um, trying I to saw teach, that trying to teach my parents anything was just a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, and I managed to hook up Jackbox to it. So we were playing some Jackbox Party Pack over Zoom, which was really good fun. Nice. And we played a bit of Draw 4 as well. Um, I just had it like my capture card. They're all on my Switch. I, I was going to get them on Steam, but I didn't think, think, see there was any point um, purchasing them again. No, uh, yeah, if you have a capture card, like why not? Yeah, so that that was good fun. We all like had a good time. We were actually planning to do it again tomorrow. So we're, I think it's probably going to be like a weekly quarantine thing now with my family. So I've kind of opened a can of worms up there. <laughs> that's that's nice. I've kind that's of been fun. doing that off and on every week between like um, either doing it with like my like one of my groups of friends or uh, me and the comics pals have been streaming it over on our Twitch channel. Yeah, like, I saw you doing it on. Sometimes. I saw you doing it on Twitch, and that's kind of where I got the idea for it. Um, so yeah, that's literally I did exactly it. what you did, where I was just like, I'll just throw like I was screen sharing it on Hangouts or on Discord or whatever, um, so that they could see the screen, and you know we were like playing it with some of our listeners and stuff, and it was like it's fun, you know, like it's like it's like oh cool, it feels like I'm hanging out with people. <laughs> yeah, it's nice because like you can all laugh and joke and like use use your in jokes with your friends and stuff that you don't get to use anymore. Um, so that was yeah. that was good fun, and like my my brother was there, and my sister's joining us this this week as well. Um, but then I was playing like a bunch of other games. Like I was I was just browsing through. I had like five pound of PS4 credit, and I found this game called Snakey Bus. I don't know if either of you have seen it. It's funny. I've literally heard of this only because um, on uh, kind of funny's PlayStation podcast. Uh, PS, I love you, XOXO. They're doing this thing where they're picking random games okay. from the PlayStation drop every week, and like having to like they're doing like a rank of all of them and this is like one of them that has been in the top 10 for a while so i've heard the name like a million times but i don't really have any concept (laughs) of like what it is aside from i remember them talking about it like fucking you know 10 weeks ago or whatever it's the most so tell us about sneaky bus it's the most absolutely bizarre game it's on switch as well so it's not just a, a playstation game if you're interested in playing it um but remember snake from like the nokia 3310 mm-hmm yeah, that is basically that game. But you are a bus, and you're going around picking up passengers. And every single, <laughs> every single oh time God. you drop the passengers off, your snake gets uh, b- 
bigger and bigger and bigger and you have to like go around the city and like jump and like try and avoid your own bus otherwise if you crash into it it like explodes and everyone dies and so the whole concept is it's kind of like crazy taxi meets snake so you go around and they're like uh, you pick them up at the bus stops and then they're like i want dropping off at say it's like there's one set in seattle and like you drop them off at starbucks and then when you have dropped them off at starbucks you have to then go to like the the four seasons and like go all (laughs) over the place and just like jump and it's crazy um but me and macaulay have just been like trying to beat each other's high score playing it it's been it's been absolutely hilarious you Uh, should stream this this looks awesome it's really really fun um yeah i was going to stream it but then i realized i only have it on playstation so i don't know how that sits as to whether i could plug the playstation in because it is on switch or if i should buy it again and and play it because it was really you'll have to get it again on switch or uh you know steve this this looks too good to be on switch what the heck are you doing you lying (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't want to get i don't want to get like hate mail from reggie so yeah we don't want that have to just (laughs) (laughs) uh he expects more from you yeah I, I, so I, I, I saw you were also playing Tetris ninety nine. Yeah, um, so I, like I, I saw you playing it. I was online, okay. I guess, doing coffee talk that day. Well, I played Tetris ninety nine because they had the Animal Crossing event this mm-hmm. weekend, mm-hmm. Um, and I really wanted the Animal Crossing theme. It's the only theme that I've really that. ever given a shit about on on it because I'm just so invested in Animal Crossing. Apparently, that I'll take anything that has uh, Tom Nook's face <laughs> on it, and. Um, so I I'm, I got the theme and I just realized how much fun this game is and I haven't played it in ages and I've just I've totally got back into Tetris 99 and I so good. I picked up the DLC so I could like play just offline in traditional Tetris mode so like the marathon mode um, but they've got like a bunch of other ones like a CPU battle and you can also play like a two player versus battle that I've played a couple of uh, games with Macaulay with um and like been but i've been kind of playing offline practicing like my builds and practicing like my t-spins and stuff and then going back online and and seeing what i could get uh, my score up to like my highest score i've had the last week is like seven so i've still not managed to win one this week but uh it's good fun like tetris 99 is a great game i had uh i had a minute with that game where like i i was actively trying to get bet like better at tetris for the first time in years because i like was doing like when i was in high school i got really into tetris for a while and really wanted to be good at it and my friend and i uh we had like a study hall together in in high school and we used to like race you know we would both have it on our phone and be like yeah, yeah. three two one go and like see who could go quicker or whatever um, so I, I got really into it for a while and then Tetris 99 kind of got me back there where, oh, I played it with Poyo Poyo Tetris a little bit too, like, but that was more just for fun. I couldn't get into uh, Poyo Poyo because I don't know enough about Poyo Poyo. To... I liked, I already liked Poyo Poyo because I liked, uh, Sonic's, uh, there was the Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean mm-hmm. Machine or whatever, which was a Poyo Poyo game. And I had like a Sonic collection on GameCube and I used to play that quite a bit. Um, but like with 99 like i had a moment where i was like all right like i'm gonna really like i'm gonna try to be the best i can be at this and i had like a solid like two weeks where i was playing it like crazy and just getting number one like again and again and then like fell off a little bit and had a bad week like you were saying where i couldn't get number one and i was just like i think i hit my peak like my time's come and gone man i'm too old (laughs) no i totally get it but i also think like 
it seems to me now that having gone back to it probably yes i've got a lot shitter at tetris because i haven't played it in a long time but also it seems like everyone's got better like i'm just getting targeted so much and like when i'm getting targeted i'm getting like a whole stack of garbage coming over not just like one row at a time like people are like getting tetrises and t-spins and all sorts of stuff and there are a lot of players playing it strategically rather than just like coming in for a game of tetris Oh man, I got so good at the strategy of that too, of just being like, like, like playing and then learning to glance at, okay, what are my next couple shapes? But also, where's everybody else on the board? Who can I target? Who can I get a medal from? Like that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, that's what I, I need to get better at is targeting it. stuff. Like, I, I just flick the right stick. I, I just like change to random every time. But you never did manual target. No, so I think I need to get the manual target yeah. and also like targeting attackers at the right time and like targeting for mm-hmm. KOs at the right time and things like that. So that's the thing that really makes the difference between getting a number one spot or not. I think. Is yeah. like learning that you shouldn't just go on autopilot with that shit and play and be like, well, I'll just be a better player and that's how I'll win. Because you need to also kind of like play the meta game of targeting mm-hmm. other good players and stuff like that. You know, otherwise you find yourself in the situation you're talking about where you're not doing that shit, but everyone else is doing it to you. And it doesn't matter how good you are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I I got a bit frustrated Fuck. with it, to be honest. Yeah. You want to play Tetris 99 again now. It's really good. But I didn't get the Animal Crossing thing. Now I'm upset. You can get it. You can still get it. Even if you miss the event, you can like, you get these tickets now, like for, oh, for, for like daily events. That. And then yeah. you can redeem right, those cool. tickets on like past themes. So I also picked up the, right. um, the Super Mario theme. So I've got like Mario music and like Super Mario stuff. Nice. It's just pretty cool. I don't have that one either. I think so I should grab that. I have the Game Boy one. That's, That's the, the one I, I want. Use. I really want that Game Boy one, but it's thirty yeah. tickets. It's the most expensive. Nice. Oh, uh, it's so the most expensive that one. one. <laughs> that one and the Fire Emblem one are the the two I usually use. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So then you also played Good Job. Yeah. So I picked up Good Job for the, my stream this week. I'll probably be streaming some either some more and Good where, Job where or was something that? else. Uh, over at uh, Twitch.tv slash Lootpots. Every every Monday at uh, six p.m. GMT or BST. And 1 p.m. EST. There you go. Yeah, I've got my Perfect time zone break. sorted. Yeah, for for me, that's what I that's what I did <laughs> on my lunch that day. I was like, I want to watch uh, watch you and uh, Macaulay play. <laughs> yeah, well, been, we've been playing it some more since, and oh my god, this game's so much fun! Like it, it feels like something special. And like they, there's one of the levels where you get like hoses to um, water plants and stuff, and mm-hmm. you can like point the hose at the ground. And then it just fires you off all over the place. And you can like use the hose <laughs> as like a jetpack and you're like smashing everything up around nice. the place as you go around. There's, uh, as you, where we progress further, there was like uh, forklifts and stuff in the game that we, you would have seen on the stream, along with cranes and all sorts of cool stuff. It's like a really, really fun little puzzle game. Kind of like um, uh, overcooked in style. And then you can, you, you kind of piece together the puzzles and like, right, you come in and it's like, you need to get all the people into like a meeting room, for example. Well, how do we get them there? Like, we need to turn the TVs off or we need to put the fires out or whatever to kind of yeah. force them over to the right area. But it's just a, it's a really, really fun game. I highly recommend it. The music is very good. Oh, is it? Really good. Music's I've, really good. I've not really heard good. any of it. She's been playing it with the sound off. But yeah, my, uh, my fiance, Sarah, bought it like on release day and, uh, and like she was really enjoying it, was playing a lot of it. I still haven't tried it yet. Um, you should do some I co-op should... on it because I think the yeah, puzzles are different on co-op than they are on single player. Oh, cool! So like they that's good. they force you to have to have two people. So like some of the doors need 
a second person to plug it in on the other side in order for you to be able to open nice. it, which is quite good. It's good that they, they adapt to the game. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to see if uh, if she wants to do some uh, yeah. two-player of that later but or something. It seems to be the kind of game that reached out to people that maybe don't play as many kind of big games. Like Macaulay saw it on the, the Direct when they announced it and was like really excited about the game and thought it looked really cool as well. And they, they, weren't, they didn't even have a Switch at the time, so they weren't massively interested. But... Um, when they got one, it just then, stuck out. Yeah, and then cool. yeah, the final thing I'm gonna play is Animal Crossing. So this week, unlike you, Pete, I participated in the museum event. So I'm guessing tonight you'll have to do that because it's the it was, yeah. it was the museum day thing this week. So I went around and got my stamps and stuff in the museum and did that. It's not just this week though; it's the whole month, isn't it? Uh, again, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's a week till the end of May. Well, sure, but you don't even have to do so it to get the items, which I was kind of bummed about. I thought you do have to do it to get the items. You can do it once, but then you get the items. And then he's like, you can do it again and again every single day. Exactly. So you could just say, hey, DJ, because I did it three times, and I can send you the items. You don't even need to do it. You know what I mean? I don't even know what it is. Oh, (laughs) well, find find that tonight on the stream. Um, Yeah. I actually... I don't have a lot of time. Like, we're supposed to... We're going to be touring some islands and stuff with everybody, but we'll see what happens. I'm sure I could do that in the beginning. It's not particularly exciting. You're literally just going around the museum, finding an area. It's kind of crap, to be honest. Very. Um, I'm very disappointed. I was a bit disappointed. Yeah. Compared to, like, the the maze one that they did, which with Rover, I thought that was really, really cool and original. I like that, yeah. Um, but running around the museum, just finding stamps in specific areas didn't really do much for me. Um, but I was happy with the prizes, actually, unlike DJ. I know it's like <laughs> the same one every single time, but I was happy with the prizes because I've got like a little museum room in my house and I've got them all set up in there. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's perfect for that's in your basement, right? Yeah. So they look, they look really good in there. I won't spoil what they are, Pete, because uh, you'll get them tomorrow if you do it today. Yeah. Uh, and then, cool. ye- and then yesterday, my friend had a meteor shower on their island, so I finally got to experience a meteor shower for the first time. Nice. Like I ha- still hadn't got any stars until uh, until yesterday, so I was really happy about that. So today, I've just spent all day like cleaning up the the beach. That's all I've been doing on Animal Crossing. And DJ, you said you'd been uh, cycling out some villagers, right? You got some new ones. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of lame. The only thing I played was Animal Crossing, but I did do some exciting things. I was able to um, get, I forget who it was that I had leave, but it was somebody I didn't want anyway, and that was good. So I went and I just hunted for villagers, and I got Audi, which is very, very good. I'm so jealous. S-tier, apparently. (laughs) S-tier. Which is great. Look at that. Um, so then I also was like, okay, I have a few villagers I want to kick out. So I have a few amiibo cards and I was like, okay, Deanna looks pretty cool. So I got Deanna and I kicked out Eunice, thankfully, finally. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Audie, Audie, I had to look up who she was. Apparently she originated in Pocket Camp. Oh, for real? Yeah, I, I didn't know I that. didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that Audie was named after a... Uh, grandmother who put in thousands of hours in New Leaf. Oh, yeah. And it was kind of like that. homage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, homage to her. Oh, that's cool. Um, but, you know, I don't know if that's been confirmed or not, but it's a cool little little thing. Um, I mean, if she's a relatively new character, then I would imagine it kind of rings true. Yeah. I mean, that trivia is on animalcrossing.fandom.com, so I think it's probably that's true. legit, yeah. <laughs> that's a legit source. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, the museum event was was very, in my opinion, disappointing, um, especially because, 
Yeah, like Steve said, I like the items. I won't spoil them. Of course, they look good in my living room, particularly, you know, my main room. Um, nice. But you can just go and do it again and again and again. If you do it every day, the prizes remain the same. And, you know, you, you don't have to do it. And I'm sure somebody will just send you it anyway. So it kind of like makes the point of doing it kind of moot, you know, because I would want to do it to get the, the specific items. And it just kind of waters if it If there down. are more. Yeah. It would be nice if there was like a different one every week for the month or something like that, you know, to like give you an incentive to do it a few times and Yeah. Or or even if like the um the stamps that you get and then like Blathers gives you like a completion stamp, if that even kind of meant something, like if you could like frame that or something, like, oh hey, I did this. Just some sort of memento that, you know, you get like, hey, I did this and you get some satisfaction out of it and other than just getting an item that you can get what 15 of by the time we're done if you do it every day i don't know it seems kind of pointless to me to be honest i think they should have just limited it to once like they did with the uh the rover maze event Mm -hmm. it made zero sense to me that you could just go in multiple times i did think it was cool that it was kind of a random positioning and they do change all the time. Like Macaulay got completely different ones mm-hmm. to me. So it wasn't like I could just say to them, oh yeah, it's, it's by the T-Rex and then it's over by this place. It is, you That's do good. have to look around and actually find the stations, which is pretty cool. But I agree with you. The the prizes being the same every day makes, I haven't bothered doing it a second time or a third time because there's no point. Yeah, I did it one extra time to have extras if anybody missed out and that's that's it, you know. All right, fair enough. I'll have to I'll have to give it a try. See what I think. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I won't. <laughs> so uh, let's let's jump into the news. There's very little news this week, um, but there are a few like cool little PSAs here, uh, and then we got another look at those Mario Lego Power Up packs that happened. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll start with um, a, a nice little PSA that that uh, our own Ram wrote up on the site this week. Nintendo's U.S. repair centers seem to have resumed service uh, this past week, which is great. Uh, I checked out the page today, and it looks like it's still live. Uh, so if you have a problem with, like, Joy-Con drift or anything like that, like I finally ran into um, on all of my sets at once almost. I have, like, one working set now uh, out of nowhere. So I, um, I'm really happy to see that this opened back up. I'm honestly so pissed off about the Joy-Con drift stuff because it's, like, driving me crazy. All of my Joy-Cons, like six of them, I seem to all be drifting at once, like the same as you. And then, yeah. so I was like, oh, I'll just play Tetris with the Pro Controller. And then I realized how fucking awful that D-pad is. And I was press, I was pressing left and right and it kept uh, hitting the top button instead of the left or the right on the D-pad mm-hmm. on the Pro Controller. And hard dropping my piece. So I was super annoyed about that. So I, I don't think the EU... Um, repair centers are open just yet so I think I'm probably going to end up either doing that like contact cleaner thing or seeing if I can take apart the Joy-Cons to repair them myself because I, I want them back to how they should be yeah I uh, I desperately <laughs> desperately want to see mine like back in working order like I have uh, one good one still like one good left um, and they're both blue so, like, I have a good complete set that I used from pulling one from my, you know, my other set or whatever. But uh, if that one goes, then I'm, like, I'm SOL. And I'll, I'll have to buy a new set if, if I can't get service here. So, 
Um, glad to see this. Hopefully, it's it remains open. Uh, so then we also have uh, another little bit of news where round two of the Ninjala uh, open beta is coming pretty soon. Um, so if you missed out on the first one or you were not able to play, like a lot of people uh, unfortunately seem to find themselves, we do have new dates. Um, there's going to be – it's all pretty much on May 31st, um, especially if you're our, our audience. I'm assuming you're in North America or Europe. So uh, if you are in the – you know, uh, in North America or Central America, May 31st, and it's uh, from 12 to uh, 3 uh, Pacific time. So that's what, 3 to 6 for the state, uh, for the East Coast? It's, uh, it's May 31st, 12 till 10. Uh, it's 21.59, according to the tweet. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I read that wrong? You said till 3, right? Yeah, and what's the military time? Is that 2? Uh, that's 1500. 3 p.m. Okay. Wait. So it, it is. It's 1200 till 2159 PTT. So that's 12 to 3 Pacific time. No, it's 12 till 10. 2159 is 10 p.m. 2200 is 10 Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't read military time. You you go ahead and read the time, Steve. <laughs> Cuz yeah. obviously I'm not equipped for this. Um so yeah, North North and Central America, May 31st till 12 p.m. until uh 9:59 p.m. and then Much larger window than I thought. <laughs> then Europe is 11 uh the UK is 11 a.m. until uh 9 p.m. And uh, Central Europe is uh, an hour later. It's 12 p.m. until uh, 10 p.m. So, yeah. I'm so dumb. The tweet literally says the play sessions will be t- nearly 10 hours long. And I'm like, it's three hours. <laughs> <got> some- <laughs> it's still more than it was. <laughs> three hours would still I look, be I look, more. I looked right at it and then said it was three hours. Like, what uh, is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, but, it, but well, it's, anyway, it's good. Um, like, it's, it's really good that they're opening this up. The first one was kind of a dud. Um, I didn't even get to play. I really, really wanted to play it and see how it changed because I, I played it a couple years ago um, at E3 2018 when really nobody nobody was talking about this. Nobody cared. Um, it was originally planned for spring 2019, um, and it didn't hit that. haven't heard any news until that one Indie Direct or whenever it was. Um, and we got a bunch of news, So and it's free to play. It's a, It's a hell of a lot of fun. Um, the only like Nick I can give it is I was kind of pissed just to give a little anecdote. Um, at E3, we got a group, right? So they like lined you up in groups of four and you would go against each other and the winner would get, um, a t-shirt an Ninjala t-shirt. So I was like, fuck yeah, this is great. And that was, I brought my, uh, my girlfriend who actually got the tickets for E3 for me. So that was cool. Um, so I was like, yeah, I have this in the bag. Like, obviously I'm going to beat her. I'm like just better at games. She doesn't play a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> and the other two, I was like, I, I don't know them, obviously. Um, so we played and I won and then it pulled some fucking Mario party bullshit where it gives you like, <laughs> Oh, you had the most hits or whatever. So it gave you like a thousand points <laughs> oh, and, no. and I ended up losing and got second. And I was, I looked over at the guy. I'm like, you fucking kidding me, dude. Like, uh, this is my t-shirt. No, um, I, I was a little <laughs> internally salty, though. Um, so I don't know if that's, that's still funny. in the game. I, I have to imagine that that it is, where it kind of has that, like, Mario Party bullshit, like it does with the stars, you know? Like, oh, your bonus stars. Um, 
but I don't know. Those those bonus stars are the only reason my mum ever won Mario Party. Like, literally <laughs> the only time she ever won. It was like, you landed on the most number of red squares. Congratulations. Here, have a star. It's like, yeah. it's fucking bullshit. It really is. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I was, I was, I was bummed out. I mean, I got some pins and a picture with an inflatable bat, but whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, uh, are are you guys gonna play the beta this time around? Like, or, yeah. where's your where's your excitement level for this game? Uh, it's kind of <laughs> there. I mean, I'm not massively excited about it. I'm a little. I'm a, I'm more excited about the impending. Uh, Splatoon Splatfest, which I've I've really really missed, but once um once this podcast airs, you're going to find out the team catch up one again. So there's no real uh, <laughs> excitement there. Um, I'll probably play Ninjala if like it actually works this time. I'll keep an eye on Twitter and see if people can actually get in before I bother downloading it. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm guessing you're going to play DJ. Yeah, and I think what you're saying is totally fair. Um, you know, considering the history that it had over the past two years or so um i'm kind of glad that it went free to play i think it kind of they made the right decision to give it a lot more attention because at the time there was no indication of that as far as i knew you know i we could have paid 60 bucks for it i i would you know wouldn't know any different um but you know it has that kind of splatoon style and it's 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 a lot of fun so i'll pick up the beta see how it's changed that'll be really cool and um, yeah, I hope it it gets the attention that at least I thought it deserved a couple years ago. So awesome! Well, I, here's hoping that this this one goes a little smoother. Hopefully, um, I'm down to try it, but I think like I'm I'm gonna wait and see like what everybody says about because yeah. I'm not like I'm not interested enough in it to like suffer through a, a crappy beta. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, last item on the news this week, probably the only thing that's actually an item that you can dis- – oh, God, sorry. I just tried to open up the thing, and it was very loud. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a <laughs> The only thing uh, that is really probably, like, worth, you know, um, dialogue about is we got a l- another look at uh, the whole Lego X Super Mario thing that's going on. We got a look at the power-up packs that showed uh, a bunch of different – you know, new variations of Mario, including, like, the fire flower hat and, like, the cat suit and the propeller hat and the maker outfit. Um, so uh, what do you what do you guys think about this? Like, I know, Steve, you said you were, like, excited about this when they first announced it. You said you wanted to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, are you jazzed about these? Like, Yeah, I think they're awesome. I really, really do. I think they're so cool. Like, I... I, I... I had no idea that this was even going to be a thing. I had no idea that that you could change Mario's outfit and the fact that you can just slot on one of his power-ups and he can then all of a sudden do different stuff and interact with the courses that you build completely differently is is super cool to me. I don't think I'll probably pick... It's a cool idea for sure. Yeah, really, really cool. Like Especially like the Tanuki one, uh, or is it just the the Cat Mario? I I really love the look of that one. And same as like the Builder Mario, like the, the uh, Super Mario Maker Mario. Mm-hmm. It's like a real cool little homage to that. Um, so I, I'm I'm really into these. I, I don't think I'm going to pick any of the power-ups up at launch. I think I'm probably just going to pick up the Mario starter pack, like the dude on his own. That's really all I want, the dude on his own to set my shelf behind me. But mm, um, yeah, yeah. the rest of it's like a bonus. Yeah. They look they look rad. Yeah. Like, I, I, I might have to just pick every single one up if I can. I mean, they just look really good. Yeah. Um, 
You de- you definitely will. <laughs> well, they're like, I might, I might just have to buy the entire set of them. You know, if, if like you twist my arm. You know, if you if you if you really want me to, you know, I will. I kind of do want to, so yeah, go for it. I won't it. build them. Um, <laughs> or no, they they just slot on, right? You don't really have to do anything to them, right? Yeah, I don't really think there's much building involved. I can do you that know? with with the people. Yeah, there's no building it. It just like pops off the bottom and yeah. pops on the top. Yeah, I didn't actually watch the video, but yeah, they look good. They look really, really good. And and from a Lego perspective. You know they're they're gonna kill it with this. I'm telling you, Lego and Mario. Oh my god, I, this is gonna make a truckload of. Why money. wasn't this done ten years ago? I have no idea, but you know what? It's gonna kill it. Because they had the deal with like I think it was Connects. It was like Mario Connects, which was really really. Funny. Oh, I know yeah, Pokemon I totally did. did. Yeah, well, the Nintendo had the whole deal okay. with Connects, yeah. and so there was like Mario Connects, and it was like really, really bad. And they also had like Mario Kart Connects as well, which was also Weird. really bad. And I'm hoping. Oh, I remember this. I only saw the I, Pokemon now, one. <laughs> I'm now hoping Lego gets everything. Let's like you have know funny to think- Pikachu next. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure they will. Uh, you know, what I think is funny to remember too is like, do you guys remember? Um, they had that. Uh, do you remember Skylanders? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was like before Amiibo, they had a Donkey Kong and Bowser crossover with like the, what the Skylanders car game. No and way. They had like figures for them. I yeah, think. Yeah, I have them. Um, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> of course you do, DJ. <laughs> oh, you're the you're the man, dude. You have those, and you're debating whether you're picking up the power ups. You know, well, it was announced at E3. One year, was it 2015, where the the Skylanders guy was like, "Yeah," and we and Reggie Probably. was there, and they were like, "Yeah, we're doing this thing," and I was like, "What the fuck? I gotta get this. <laughs> this is weird." You know, it was you know, it's funny. Uh, I the other day I was at a Walmart. Um, I was trying to find a bike, and I was in the. I just like was walking by the game section, and I kind of poked my head in, and uh, they had, um, <laughs> they had Star Fox, uh, the Wii U one. Yeah, like Star Fox Zero, and yeah, yeah and Guard. Mm-hmm. They they had that pack there, and it was like marked down to like twenty bucks. And I was like, "That's too no, much." <laughs> I, there's no way I would ever buy that game. But they had the. Uh, do you remember that weird like Toys to Life ship game that had the crossover with Star Fox? Starlink, Starlink, Battle for Atlas, or yeah, 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 yeah. Starlink. Yep. I think I have that too. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Battle for Atlas. Yeah, the like the the Ubisoft thing right that lasted for there, about twenty minutes. Actually, on my shelf. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Of course it is. It came out like at the tail end of it's like, oh, no, you guys are way late to this. Oh, no. Um, But that was there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep an eye out. Like, I'm going to come back there in like a few more months and see if it's marked down more. Because like I want the R wing, I won't play the game, but I'll buy it just for the R wing if it gets marked down enough. And that's the game with the figures. Oh, my God. That's what I want. If I can get it for like 10. Look on Best Buy. Sub 10 bucks. I will. Cause I love I love mm-hmm. the R wing. That would be awesome. I put that in my you know, on one of my shelves yeah. and like fuck yeah. But I'm not touching that game. Oh hell no, <laughs> no. It's a great shelf piece. Just the box itself. Keep it there. <laughs> All right, so let's hop into the mail pot. Uh, I threw up the you know the signal because I was afraid we would not have a show and you guys delivered. So we've got a lot of mail here. Let's jump into it. Um, I we've got a bunch from the Twitter thread today. So I you know. I think maybe let's start over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
Uh, this first one comes from Atwing Supernova. What kind of game do you think Monolith's Unrevealed Project is? Will it be a port, a brand new IP, another Xeno game? And what is one feature you'd like to see included? See, I thought that they kind of uh, gave a little tease of what that was, and it was kind of this fantasy RPG type of game, right? They put up, like, some artwork. Yeah, so they... they and there was also uh, a listing yeah. for it, like a job listing for it, that I think a lot of people speculated was a Zelda thing mm. that they were maybe doing the sequel to Breath of yeah. the Wild or something. Always involved. I think, I think My... Pixel even did like a breakdown like thing yeah. on it and it was like these are like opening pieces to like Twilight Princess and stuff and like yeah. references back mm-hmm. to Skyward Sword and things like that. So yeah. I'm pretty right. so I was pretty sold on the fact that it was a Zelda game. Well and my thing is I I think I think it's all three of those things. Like I think that I don't think they're working on another port you know, like I think they, you know, there's obviously the Xenoblade remaster that's coming out next month, so I think check for that there. Um, I think they did probably contribute to Breath of the Wild two in the mm-hmm. same way that they did to one, but I also think that it's. I also think that they might be working on a new IP. Yeah, I hope so. I I would love to see what they can do outside of the Xenoblade universe, and then kind of having their hand in you know, the Zelda games or whatever, because they have their hand in a lot of different games. Um, but just to see them yeah. deliver on something brand new, I, I think would be cool because they're, they, they do a great job. I'd love to see them do like a new fantasy franchise yeah. with the Breath of the Wild engine and like with the knowledge and like experience they got on Breath of the yeah. Wild, like make a similar open world game that's like a new IP. Like that would be fucking w- awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. People would eat that shit up too. I'd give it a shot. Do you get off the plateau and oh, get off the it. plateau finally. Just call it the plateau. <laughs> That's the name of the game. And do you guys not think it would be like a game within like the Xeno franchise? Because I, I found out last episode that Xeno is not just Xenoblade. <laughs> and so there's a I whole mean, host of things they could do. With get that. away from that, you know? I think it, I think it, could, it could be. be but but I, also th- I also think like you just put out a remaster and I don't. I mean, it's possible that they're putting a ton of work into the next one, mm-hmm. but it's like it's not been that long since t- Xenoblade Chronicles Two, and now they're doing this remaster. Like, I don't know. Like, I I I would like to see a new IP, yeah. and I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility based on like, you know, some of the rumblings mm-hmm. that we've heard. So I, I hope I hope it yeah. is. I think that would be cool. <laughs> this this one comes from our buddy Parker uh, at Parker Deal on Twitter for the Fanatics Four podcast. Uh, he wrote in with another weird question. So, but you know, he he writes the jingle, we so I give him what that. he wants. How far how far would you travel to get a specific food item, and which food item is it? I.e., if Pete had Arrow closer to him than in the UK, how far would you travel for it? Or if it's something that's already close to you, how far could you have? it be and still travel for it. You both have good answers for this. I have nothing. There's no food you travel for? <laughs> Everything I would want is just here. Like, I don't need to go anywhere. You've never left New Jersey, have you? Of course I have. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> but, but that's the thing. We've discussed it. I don't eat seafood. I don't, I don't, I'm very, very picky. I don't really, you know, I'm not into food, you know? So there's nothing like, uh, there's nothing like this that I would like regularly go out of my way for, you know. Um, but like, there's plenty of food worth traveling for, you know. I mean, that's one of my favorite things about traveling. Actually, that's um, true. one yeah. of my 
like uh, one of my favorite cities in in America is New Orleans, and one of my favorite things about that's what it I was is thinking. the food. Yeah, yeah, that's like, true. So yeah. good, like it is. Go to Gumbo Shop, like fucking yeah. a. Oh my mm-hmm. god, like just so goddamn. The savory. birthplace of Popeyes. Mm. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and in the immortal words of little Nikki, Popeye's chicken is the shit's net. So, uh, you know, I think like if I had to pick one, it would be like good pizza. You know, like when I lived in uh, South Jersey and I like couldn't find a pizza place I liked, I would regularly. You're unbelievable. Drive an hour and a half back up home and get something You're unbelievable. good. Oh, yeah. Dr- drive over to Domino's, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Domino's. That's the thing. I literally that was like the only pizza I ate when I lived in South Jersey because it was so it's like a drought. You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. I lived there for three years. Every place we tried was trash. You're wrong. <laughs> right, I, I have a story for this from this week, from yesterday. So you know how we went and queued for like two hours for KFC, <laughs> That right? was what I was going to say Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that was the thing that you would do. After yeah. Dark, listen to After yeah. Dark. We talked about it, how Steve I knew spent two hours in line. I knew it. On, on line no, for no, KFC. Th- this week it's progressed even more. Oh. We drove an hour and ten minutes yesterday for some chicken nuggets at McDonald's. Well, the first <laughs> McDonald's in the UK opened yesterday, and McCall was feeling a bit down. So I was like, I'm going to take you somewhere. And we got in the car and we drove an hour and 10 minutes and then we queued for 45 minutes in the car park. And we got Holy some chicken shit, nuggets. shit, that is a three hour trip legend. for chicken nuggets. <laughs> yep. Damn, it was, it was so fucking worth it though. They're they so, were so good. good. I forgot how good they are. It's been three months since I had a chicken nugget. So how, how many did Dude, you get? I've had how m- many did you get? 20. Okay. Nice. Fair play. I've had more chicken nuggets than like ever in in recent memory because of the pandemic because i am so desperate to get out of the house that i'm just like mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna go pick up lunch i just want to go outside and smell fresh air Yeah, you can go out and get stuff like literally mcdonald's just opened yesterday in the uk i know it's That's crazy awesome. and so and they've only opened 10 restaurants in the whole of the uk and so we went and we found the nearest one which That's was now wild. 10 minutes away I need to. I need to just God. give you guys my life motto. You gotta have your nuggies. You have to have your nuggies. Mm. That's it. It's true. It's true. First time I met Macaulay was actually at McDonald's. I bought them chicken nuggets. <laughs> nug life. You're part of the nug life. Welcome. Yeah. The nug life. <laughs> it's like a really romantic thing for you guys. Then. <laughs> like oh, we're going on a we're going on an incredible journey for nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just. Request if you guys ever end up having like uh you know like if you have like a big wedding or something like that you know you should have like a nugget wall oh yeah hundred you know, like, percent have, have people handing out nuggets oh you, you go up to the wall grab a little little case of nuggies what sauce <laughs> do you usually dip into or are you sauceless? I don't use it yeah no I'm sauceless yeah You're I just sauceless? I like the crunch wow I like the crunch too every now and again I'll do it I'll do one without the sauce but then the little boot shaped one that's like the perfect hook to get in there for get the barbecue sauce yeah. yeah. I, I respect it. It's just not for me. I'm not a big condiments guy. I like barbecue sauce, but I don't feel like... <laughs> respect the hook. <laughs> I only use them... I use them for, like, like if I eat, like, bad, uh, you know, like, freezer. Like, if somebody makes me, like, bad freezer nuggets or something, you know, mm. and, like, they're not good, that's it's when like, I'll use, like, Thanks sauce, for making but... these. Do you want me to catch up? <laughs> but, like, chicken... Like, chicken 
Chicken McNuggets don't need all nothing. the brand chicken nuggets <laughs> frozen will change your life. I'm, Get an I'm air fryer and toss them in there. Just throw hey. that out there. Air fryers are great. Everyone should own one. <laughs> uh, this next one comes from at Berry Boat Devs, who asks, "What game do you want most on Switch?" I wanted Persona Five for the longest time because I know if Persona Five comes to Switch, I will actually play that game and finish it. Yeah, I. I think I think Persona Five would have been my answer up until now, but I bought Royal, so now I'm like I'm not buying it again. Like I'm just like yeah, fuck I'm paying another sixty dollars. Yeah, fuck that. Um, no way. Also, when I tried to play it the first time, it was a borrowed copy, so I've only paid for it oh, once. Yeah, yeah. It was on sale, and I had a coupon, so well, I'm like, fine. All right. yeah. Huh. And you know, it's it gonna be full price again when it comes to Switch. Yeah, right. Uh, also, um, Resident Evil Two Remake and Three Remake. I see nice. that they should be a hundred percent on Switch. I think for me, it's uh, it's got to be something we talked about on a previous episode. We teased, and then we talked about it on After Dark, which is the Mass Effect collection. Mm. I want Mass Effect on, on yeah. Switch so badly. I or, think your wish is coming true this year. I, I really Dragon do. Age 1 and 2. I'd also take that. Dragon Age 1 and 2 collection, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, oh my god. I, I think it's coming, but I also thought it was going to be revealed recently and like was disappointed when it wasn't yeah. so we still got the we'll summer game summer game we got plenty of time game, plenty summer? of time what's that called game of S- summer, summer of game games, summer of game it's called summer game i don't know why i was thinking it's called game of summer that makes zero fucking sense <laughs> i don't know dude uh this one comes from at tubers nl on twitter who asks after all the mario rumors do you think there's still more unannounced mario on the way for 2020 especially with some insiders claiming nintendo has more first party plans this year nate for example i i don't i don't know there's more mario coming yeah absolutely this year i definitely think there is yeah yeah i do it's year of mario well you know what you know what we're gonna get the 3d world the 3d world uh port guaranteed yeah, but is but that new Mario? So then that's a... like, do you consider that new? Like, is it new Mario as in well, like he... Odyssey two, or is it the... new Mario like anything Mario that the is? The question new says. The question says, do you think there's still more unannounced unannounced Mario on the way for 2020? And I think the answer to that. Yeah, is yes. I mean, it has to be, has to be yes. Yeah. Um, I I am a big believer in those rumors. Uh, they've been corroborated by like, you know, like um. Put insiders aside, it's been corroborated by like Eurogamer, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're a very trusted source in my opinion. So, you know, I think I I put a lot of stock in those rumors and the idea that there was a direct planned that they were not able to get together because of lack of resources and some of the uh, technological limitations that we've talked about um, Japan having that the West isn't necessarily uh, experiencing in the same way. So I, I definitely think there's more um, in terms of how much of it actually makes its way out the door in 2020, probably less than they planned. But I, I think there's at least one, two more big bangers coming. I, I think there's going to be the uh, the Galaxy port 100% because that's already on a already running on NVIDIA Switch. Shield. Mm-hmm. So it's already, on, it's already on Tegra hardware. And I think that 3D World Port's coming. Whether there's anything else, I don't know. But I think those two things are pretty much guaranteed for me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the whole, like, 64 Sunshine thing, I think those are probably real. But I could see those not necessarily making it out the gate or slipping into 
later release windows or something because of what's going on which is fine because you can leverage you can leverage those you know ports or whatever you want to call them remasters uh, depending on what they are what they could be you can leverage that over the course of this year next year i mean you're not going to miss a boat with that you know what i mean yeah definitely of of the bunch which ones of those do you guys want the most for me i think it's uh 3d works is, is the one i've never played oh it's so good oh man I've also never played oh, 3D World, so I would love it. very much like that. Um, but I think in terms of, like, everything that's been pitched, right? Like, I think the idea of uh, of, a, of a proper remastered Super Mario 64 is, like, something I'm very, very, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I have a lot of nostalgia for that game. Um, and I genuinely, I think a lot of the things, like, I think it's a really great game, um, even today. But wow. all the things that suck about it are things that, like, you could fix with modern hardware, right? Because, like, the things that are really shitty about it are, like, the camera, right? And, like, some of the later levels are not that great. But, like, some of the later levels are annoying because of the camera. So, you know, it's like, think about how some of the stuff that sucks about it could be solved just by, like, oh, cool, I have a second stick and I can have a free swinging camera. Oh, yeah. And I can see what I'm doing. I just, I, I knowing know? knowing you guys... I think, Steve, you would have a blast playing 3D World with Macaulay. Like, I, I think you guys would seriously have some of the most fun you would ever have in a game playing 3D World. And I really hope so. I really do. Even you, Pete, with Sarah, you guys would have a blast. I swear. Yeah, I, I would like... I would definitely love to try it. Like, I've heard nothing but, but love for that game. Yeah. And I, I'm not... I've kind of, like fallen out of love with the like new super mario brothers style but it's so um, different though special and different right like so i want to give it a go just you got, you have to give it a try there's something to be said about this 3d mario i i truly it is a 3d mario um in comparison to like the sandbox 3d marios and it's to me it's more fun to play with somebody else and this gives you the ability to do that. And they're probably, hopefully, going to add more if it's a deluxe version, whatever. It's new playable characters, maybe new levels. Who knows? But you guys would have a blast. Uh, so speaking of some of the other Mario stuff, uh, this next one comes from at Alexis Sells Wood on Twitter um, and asks, what would you want out of, or what would you like to see out of a Super Mario 64 remake? More stars, more worlds, etc." Hmm. Um. I I would be down for more stars and like if they like had new levels or something, but I don't really feel like you need that as much as I just want to see them like smooth off all the rough edges that do exist in that game and give it like the modern, you know, like coat of paint and like try to, you know, like you look at um what they did in Odyssey to kind of reimagine that world. And I just I want that level of detail and that care put into mm-hmm. it, you know, and just really like giving it the love that it deserves in the same way that like I feel like the Crash Inspire remasters did, where it's like it gives you the feeling of like what you remember it being like, you know, rather than you know some of some of the realities of what it was like. Yeah. So I, that's what I think you need. Yeah, I, I think I think that's fair. Uh, you, do you guys remember when? I don't know who it was or if it was just some random person talking about it. There was like apparently this Luigi's Mansion Odyssey uh, kingdom. Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. If they, I do not. Somebody just, I don't know if it was just a random idea or if it was some leaker or whatever, but if they could leverage 
something like that into some of the remasters, that would be rad. But I have a feeling that if we get an Odyssey 2, that's probably what we'll we'll see that stuff. I personally would be fine with the same game, just remade and, like you said, Pete smoothed out. One thing I would like to see come over from Odyssey and that I really, really enjoyed collecting was the outfits and being able to exchange good um, coins that you collect and things for the outfits in the shop. I thought that was a really fun addition. Um, and it would be the perfect opportunity to bring back the like Super Mario model that they made for uh, Odyssey, the uh, 64 model. So yeah, that that's cool. really all I would want to see added. Uh, so this one comes from Duncan Getchison, who asks, uh, Shigatsu Itoi's Hobonachi Mother Project. Am I stupid to think we're getting something out of this aside from the comic? So this is something that uh, I guess I probably could have had in the news, but like I feel like there's not a ton of Mother fans in our community, so I didn't, I didn't know if this was a good one. But um, the original uh, like creator of Mother, the, the writer – um is working on like a diary release for mother and it's gonna have like notebook it's like a notebook that has dialogue from mother one two and three and then uh like a bunch of other people like creators and stuff who are influenced by uh the series are also going to be like contributing like kind of like art pieces and stuff like uh toby fox uh who's the creator of undertale he tweeted about it i know he was asked to contribute um and I'm it's uh here he had he had this context he said to explain a bit more it's a collection of comics and illustrations made by artists who feel like mother is important to them so um it's it's kind of like this little love letter i guess to the to the franchise like from the original creator and by a bunch of other you know notable creators um i i don't necessarily think this means anything um, in terms of like movement on the mother franchise, I hope you're right, Duncan. I would love to see that. I would love a mother collection. Um, I've said for a while that I think like a remaster of those three games in the style of Link's Awakening, um, that we just got on Switch would be like a match made in heaven. Um, or even just giving you like a proper, like, hey, here's all three games on a sixty dollar cart, like, would be great because that's something that I think a lot of Western audiences uh, would like. You know, I think a lot of us would love to have a better access to the game or the series, I guess. Um, but I don't I don't think that this is, like, building up to that necessarily because it's not something that you even saw, like, a ton of, you know, coverage from or push from Nintendo as much as, you know, outside of it. I would say it's probably the inverse. Like, if they're doing an homage and celebrating what was... Rather than saying, like, here's a remaster, here's what we're working on, here's a new game in the, the franchise, it kind sure. of feels to me like this is looking back on history and not something fresh and new that's coming in the franchise. I think it's probably just a project that he wanted to work on and got Nintendo's blessing to be able to do it, but I don't think that there's going to be any new games um, coming in anytime soon. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Because even, like, you look at, like, the official... Um you know, like, website for it and everything. Like, it's not through Nintendo. It's not something that Nintendo's involved in. So, I think you probably are reading into it, unfortunately, Duncan. But I hope I hope not. I hope you're right. 
All right, guys, so we're getting a little long on the teeth here. There's one more question I did want to touch on uh, as kind of our main topic. So we do have a few left over. Uh, we have one from Chris about Animal Crossing that uh, we're going to kick for next week because it's a good question, and I definitely want to get to it. So, But it, you know, it's just like a general AC question we can answer whenever. Uh, we got one from Doc, uh, that Doc guy who we're actually going to kick to After Dark because um, it's it's a good like kind of off-topic question. Uh, and then I've got two emails from Asobi and Trendy Brendy that we'll also save a, hold on to for next week. So thanks to everybody who wrote in. Um, we're definitely going to get to them next time. I'm sure we're going to have another slow week this week. Um, so, again, thank you to everyone who wrote in. Um, and if we didn't get to you, we'll get to you. What's so, the uh, Pikmin now that you said we're going to have a slow week? Yeah, we're going to get a, <laughs> well, another Twitter direct. Please. <laughs> Go ahead. Good. I would love to have content. <laughs> uh, all right. So... Main topic this week comes from Left Eye Lazy, who asks, Do you think if Nintendo releases all remasters they have banked throughout the rest of the year, instead of new games, 2020 can still be considered a successful year? Yeah. So I, th- I thought this was a really interesting it is. question. It's, that's a very, very uh, interesting question. Because it, it kind of depends in what context, because financially, absolutely. Right? If we yeah. got a Mario 3D World, uh, well, that's not really a remaster, but if you kind of bunch remasters and you know ports or whatever and deluxe editions whatever yeah um yeah then then they would absolutely be successful you you port another mario game it's going to be successful you're getting at least a million right i mean that's a a given considering what like new mario deluxe you whatever got um and then the plus those games are new to most people you know like i think a lot of gamers get in a twist about like it's just a port it's just a remaster or whatever but like regular people don't look at it that way yeah. and anybody like there are not that many copies of these games sold on wii u because not that many wii u's ex- were in the wild so like to most switch owners this is a new game yeah and you know it, it gives it a new life and it should have a new life in my opinion especially 3d world because that's a fucking awesome game but we already talked about that but yes i think that you could still consider 2020 a successful year if we get the remasters, whether it's the Mario 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, and 3D World, or even Pikmin, you know, if you throw all those in there. Um, considering what we've already got, too, we got Animal Crossing. I mean, the best-selling digital game of all time. It, yeah, it's a successful year, I think. I think I think with the context of Animal Crossing, um, it's almost undeniable that it would be a success. Yeah. Like if, if they get a couple re-release ports, whatever in that we're putting in this blanket category out the door and they sell any amount of well, or they're good games that a lot of people have not have ac- had access to. I don't think there's any way you can't argue that it's not a successful year for them or that it's not a year where they come out on top because, you know, regardless of, of whatever else comes out for the rest of this year, like, Animal Crossing is a game of the year contender. It's like the, it, it was a moment. It was a cultural moment uh, when Animal Crossing came out, and most games do not achieve that level of, you know, uh, like I don't want to say like mass market appeal as much as it is just like again like cultural ubiquity. Where like even if you don't play Animal Crossing, like you see celebrities tweeting about it, you know, or like. Uh, major organizations are like, oh, we're doing museum tours in Animal Crossing. Politicians. You know? People are having weddings in Animal Like, all That's that wild. stuff. You know? Like, yeah, right? Like, AOC is, like, tweeting about Animal Crossing, you know? Um, so, the, like, the, 
those things, like how well it sold, how much it dominated the conversation, like Animal Crossing alone makes this year a year a win for them. So if they can come with like, like if Paper Mario comes out and it's like even a modest Paper success, Mario. like yeah, I I genuinely think it. Like DJ said, though, it depends on what metric they use to measure success like if you measure it purely on financials then maybe they're not going to be happy where it where it lands because i don't think they're probably going to sell as many switches as if like a brand new pokemon came out as if a brand new zelda came out if a brand new mario came out as they will with a pikmin port and another port of um xenoblade and you know another port of another mario game yeah yeah, but think about how much of an increase we saw because of Animal Crossing. Yeah. Like, don't you feel like that that kind of makes up the difference, doesn't it? Yes, it does, yeah. But it also depends on where you're measuring the year as well. Like, do you count this as a new fiscal year because Animal Crossing happened in their last fiscal year? Or are you saying the 2020 uh, calendar year, like financially I... measuring fiscally, they, they've already ended that year. The anim- they've had the Animal Crossing hit already. And so financially, that's already going to be have been accounted for. Um, that's a good point. I, I was thinking of like the calendar year and more like in the when we get to the end of the year and we're having the game of the year discussions yeah. and the year in review and we're like, how did everyone do and what were the things that dominated our mind share? Like, I think it's going to be more Nintendo games than not. I, I think I think you're right, but I think it's really going to be Animal Crossing more than anything else. Like, I'm not probably going to be massively excited and saying that 3D World is going to be a game of the year contender like i will be saying animal crossing is a game of the year contender i know i've got cyberpunk coming up and i know i've got mm-hmm. the last of us 2 coming up and those are probably going to be in my my other two game of the year contenders that i'm going to be considering mm-hmm. um but i think i think if there's a good like if we get uh a, a, a proper remaster of like 64 or sunshine yes. though i think I not think a remaster things... it'll need to be a remake i think of yeah. of 64 and if they remake well, it couldn't be it, a remaster of 64 yeah. right so if they a if, remake. If they remake it in the same way they they've like remade Final Fantasy and it is like a fresh game in the Odyssey engine and we can really see like that game, you're gonna get everyone that has nostalgia for sixty four coming back and going, fuck yeah, I remember this game. This is awesome and now I can Especially play it in right this in now. HD. It yeah, would blow my mind. Yeah, hundred percent. It really would would fucking blow my mind. And I think, like, especially imagine that comes out around the holidays, yes. and that's like a big Christmas game. Like, that's my memory of that game yeah. is getting an N sixty four for Christmas and playing Super Mario sixty four. Mm-hmm. Like, if if we can replicate that later this year, like that will be a moment. Even though it's a remake, even though it's a, a I would whatever. tear up. Like, who cares? I'm sure yeah. a lot of people would. You know, no it's shame. like that's that's real shit. You know, like nostalgia sells, especially during a crisis. You know, like <laughs> yeah. we all want to like run to the security of memory, right? So it's like a simpler time. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a problem if like, and I, I know a lot of people don't agree with this statement, but in my opinion, I don't think that it matters if Animal Crossing is the only significant new game that comes out this year. I really don't. No, well, we've already got two new games. We've got Animal Crossing and we've got Paper Mario. So both of those games True. came out in 2020. So they've got two fresh new contenders, which really is kind of all they had on the first year of launch. They had Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. Everything else is basically just a port. It was Splatoon 2, yes, a new game, but really it's just a port with a couple of new maps. We had Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which was just a port. And everything else was... Arms. Arms, yeah. yeah Xenoblade was, that the first, was that first year? Yeah, we did have Xenoblade 2 as well, but I think those games were already kind of... Was Xenoblade 2 on 
launching? It was, uh, holiday. Oh, wasn't that 2018? Holiday. Oh, no, no. I oh. think you're right. I think that was 2018, wasn't it? Because Odyssey was the big game that yeah, yeah, it was October yeah. second half or September or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And right. of 2018, right? Yeah. And that was when they were yeah. like, um, we've got basically two game of the year contenders. Which one's it going to be? Is yeah. it going to be Super Mario Odyssey from this this uh, play, the vote. Or is it going to be uh, Breath <laughs> of the Wild? Yeah. And I mean, uh, I mean, like, look at even last year. Like, there was only like really three big games mm-hmm. that were new, like um, uh, Fire Emblem, Astral Chain, and Pokemon. You know, mm-hmm. like. So I, I don't know, like they already will have two. So if there's a if there is a third one, or there is you know between Xenoblade and Pikmin three, and you know maybe the Metroid Prime trilogy, or maybe I think Metroid's you know, coming. I really Mario, do. or like if all those come out, like I don't think it matters that they're ports or or remasters or whatever. Because again, like the port stuff, they're new to most people. Yeah. Um, Pikmin three would be a new game to me. I never played it. Um, so like those are. I think those are things that will matter. And yeah, maybe they're not, you know, Animal Crossing level sellers or Zelda level sellers, but not everything needs to be, you know? Because um, you got to think about how much less effort it takes to port a Wii U game from them, too. Like, that's a way less of a time and money investment than making a brand new game. So even if it, you know, is a more modest return, like, that can that could be okay. So I I... I think despite the challenges that they're going through, I do think we'll look back on this year as a success overall. Um, I think especially when you put it in the context of everything that's happening and like is COVID's an absolutely unprecedented thing. No one ever could have seen this coming. And when you put it in that context of they've still managed to get out Animal Crossing and um, uh, Paper Mario along with all of these ports... It's, I think, super impressive. And yeah, I, I, I think what you were saying, Pete, about some games are like, oh, it's just a port, it's just a port. I think that's always going to happen. It's always going to be inevitable. But I think. But people, I don't think most people think that way. No, I don't. And I think people like Macaulay, for example, who's never owned a Nintendo console before, is just going to look at it and go, oh, shit, I can play all these new games. And they are completely new to them because they have never played them. I've never played a Metroid uh, Prime game. I'm looking forward to playing those. I've never played 3D World. I'm looking forward to playing that. I've never played Pikmin 3. The only Pikmin game I've played is Pikmin on the GameCube, and I'm looking forward to playing that. So if all of those rumors are true and all those things are coming to Switch, then it's 100% a successful year for me. That's a lot for me, right? And like that's like I'm a pretty seasoned Nintendo gamer. Like I've played a lot of their stuff, and I've not played several of those games, and I owned a Wii U, you know? Um, So, yeah, I I think that's cool. Um. Also, you know, I, I know I said we were going to save Trendy Brendy's question, but I think it ties into what we're talking about here, so I'm going to pull it up real quick, uh, which is that there's also the... So he says, hey, Pete, Steve, and DJ, the DJ Lewis. I like that. <laughs> uh, here's my question for this week. When do you all think the Pokemon Isle of Armor DLC will launch, and when do you think the Arm Smash character will be revealed and released? Personally, I think the Pokemon DLC will come out in the first half of June. I made this assumption based off the Japanese event codes for pre-ordering tickets to the new movie for the mythical Pokemon uh, because the new mythical Pokemon are supposed to go live on June 15th. I also think that the Pokemon DLC launching in the first half of June will leave the Smash DLC in the second half. Thanks for the podcast in these trying times. Brendan. Thanks for writing in, Brendan. Um, that is also two things to think about, right? The Pokemon DLC, which there's supposed to be two of this year, and the second round of Smash DLC are things that will breathe new life into two of the best-selling pieces of software on the console. And those Pokemon DLC are, like, essentially a, a new Pokemon game, you know? Like, when you add it all up. Yeah, and they and they have confirmed that they're both coming out in 2020. I think they said right. that the first half was coming out in June in the yeah. uh, financial presentation, but it might be 
misremembering that. I, yeah, I think yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Um, so I, we know that that one's coming in June. Uh, and I also think so. You're this, right, Brandy. I also think the Smash character is coming in June. I think it was it was planned as an E3 announcement, and now that that's not yep. happening, I I don't think they're going to change it. I think it's already in the bag, and I think they're just going to have like a um a presentation where they go oh, right, okay, here's the arms character it is, and yeah, and I mean, there's a chance it's maybe a little bit later because I know that there was that news that like some of the season two stuff had been delayed, but I'm with you where I imagine the arm stuff has been in development for a while. So, I mean, even if it slips to July, like I think both of those are going to come out as planned. Um, and I think that is, those are not insignificant things to play into the whole, like how does Nintendo look in 2020 situation? Cause those are significant DLC updates. Yeah. That costs money too. And will affect their financials, you know, to think that they're going to get a bunch more season pass, holders to buy new smash content or you know essentially the revenues worth of a new pokemon game from this DLC. i just hope the dlc is good so for pokemon yeah like, me I too just, i i want to also be good. we don't we, like the direct that we got for it i mean it had a lot but there's still a lot that we seemingly don't know seemingly so close to its release which is kind of cool i mean that you know i'm, I'm okay with that but you know it, it kind of worries me at the same time you know but we had this discussion before the actual game came out, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I imagine it'll be similar to the actual game's release, where it'll be like, well, there's some things that this are happened, good, but it's also yeah. got some problems. Yeah, this <laughs> happened. <laughs> we have feelings about it. They're, they're, they're there. So <laughs> uh, thanks again to everybody who wrote in. If we didn't get to your questions this week, uh, remember, we'll definitely hit them up next time. Um, we appreciate you. And uh, we are going to take Doc's question over to After Dark. So if you want to get access to After Dark, remember, you can head over to patreon.com slash loopots and hit us at that $1 level. And you can uh, keep the party rolling and help us keep the lights on. Uh, and it posts every Tuesday over on Patreon. So, uh, yeah, come check it out. We'd really appreciate your support over there. And then remember, if you want to connect with the show, uh, you can give us a like on your audio platform of choice. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at loopots.com for our news and reviews. Follow at Lootpots on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with everything that we're doing. Head over to twitch.tv slash Lootpots where we're streaming. Uh, Thursday nights we're doing Animal Crossing. Sundays Dan's been doing Mario Kart. Uh, Steve's doing variety streams on Monday with Macaulay usually. Um, so, yeah, it's been great. we got a lot of cool stuff going on over there. Uh, we hope you'll come be a part of it. Uh, and then remember, if you want to get your thoughts in uh, the MailPot segment, like all these fine folks did who made sure we had a show this week, thank you again. You can uh, head over to the Discord, hit me up at Pete at Lupots.com, or get our weekly Twitter thread over uh, at Lupots on Twitter. Um, so that's that's all the shill. We'll catch you next week. Stay safe. Uh, we love you. Thanks for tuning in.